Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. So yesterday's survey question at Smirconish.com asked, who is the more likely U.S. president? Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, And there was a very decisive result among the 5,802 votes cast. Mayor Pete, Secretary Pete, 77.3%. The remainder for Vice President Kamala Harris. I, I was motivated to make that the survey question because the Washington Post had a piece co-authored by Cleve Woodson Jr. and Sean Sullivan, headline, Harrison Buttigieg under the spotlight amid uncertainty over Biden's future. Uh, it was a comparison of sorts between, you know, how is each doing 10 or so months into their service to President Biden? And then came a much longer piece by Edward Isaac Dover and Jasmine Wright for CNN headline exasperation and dysfunction inside Kamala Harris's frustrating start as vice president. This can't be a coincidence that last night, Press Secretary Jen Psaki then tweeted, for anyone who needs to hear it, I, I, think, I think she's looking at you, Isaac, for anyone who needs to hear it, the vice president is not only a vital partner to the president, but a bold leader who has taken on key important challenges facing the country from voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband. Isaac Dover is now a senior reporter for CNN and joins me now. Isaac, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for, for having me. I, I do think you're right that that tweet was uh, hoping that I, I was listening, and I, I did read it, and I'm, I'm glad that uh, it seems that uh, Jen Psaki read the reporting that we had. <laughs> so it, the, the piece hits the Washington Post, and, and I'm, I'm looking and have printed out what you wrote with Jasmine, which is a serious piece of work. A lot of effort clearly went into this. Were you like, holy crap, we got to hurry up and post this because the Post is headed down the same road? No, you know, the way that this stuff goes is sometimes uh, things are in the air uh, and they uh, land in, in multiple places in different ways at, at the same time. Uh, our piece was scheduled to run on Sunday evening, as it did from a week ago, I believe. Uh, and so uh, th- that's it wasn't affected by the other reporting that was there. Uh, however, I do think that what we were picking up on is obviously what some other reporters were picking up on, that there is... 
a real sense of confusion and questioning around the vice president and her role. We got into much more depth than anybody else did in talking about what what was happening both inside her office, um, in her wider orbit, and as well as the relationship with the White House. And it, it pulls back the curtain on what's going on more than you would see any in any other outlet uh, that has uh, tried to look at what's going on here. I mean, some something is off track for Kamala Harris. Last week, USA Today and Suffolk said that the president had a 38 percent, pretty abysmal approval rating. Hers only 28 percent. By the way, yesterday, the ABC survey comes out that says Biden's approval is only 41 percent. I don't think I couldn't find in the crosstabs if they took a look at her and I, I didn't see it. But the point is that there are a number of surveys out there that say that the administration is underwater and she more so than he. I, Isaac, got only as far as the second paragraph of your piece when already I was writing notes in the margin, because you, you say this. Many in the vice president's circle fume that she's not being adequately prepared or positioned and instead is being sidelined. And I say to myself, wait a minute, sideline? She was given that immigration responsibility as well as a voting rights responsibility. She's been given some tall orders, No. She has, uh, as uh, other people in the story point out, uh, there is definitely a feeling that they have not been the winning assignment uh, uh, type of things. Uh, it, to deal with immigration is, of course, an incredibly important issue for this country to grapple with, and the country has not been able to. Politically, it's not uh, an easy one to wrap yourself around. And uh, Harris has not had those more promotional, easy win assignments there in addition to the other things that are in our portfolio. So that's part of the feeling that people are picking up on here. But I, I think when you go to those poll numbers, uh, they're significant as well, because when realistically, when you're going, uh, getting to 28% in polls, if indeed, uh, that's only one poll that we saw. So we'll see if that's reflected in other polls. Uh, that means that there is you're starting to lose some of the base voters, some of the base Democratic voters, the people who just are going to feel good about you if they if you give them a good reason to feel good. They're not really hard to uh, sway. And Harris apparently is bleeding those kinds of votes at this point. I think when you see a year's worth of her getting piled on and not having the counter of good news and good things that she's talking about or substantive things that she's talking about, uh, it is taking a toll. Isaac, is there any sense around the vice president that she was dealt a bad hand by President Biden when in March he gave her the responsibility for addressing the root causes of irregular migration, meaning Guatemala, Honduras and El Salvador? Do you hear any complaints about her being given that task because it's so thankless? There are uh, some grumbles about how it's actually played out. So, for example, when Harris went to Guatemala and Mexico for her first foreign trip, which was obviously built around that assignment, one of the things that she said was that the administration's policy was to migrants do not come. Now, it is the administration's policy. And the the White House and West Wing wanted her to say that. But. She herself was a little hesitant, knowing that that was probably going to go blow back on her politically, as it did, and wondering, is there maybe some other way to do this? And and the White House said, no, you're going to have to take the hit on this. You've got to do it on there because we need this message delivered. So she is caught in this weird 
cycle that happens and then, and, and it, it's not creating a good situation for her. You draw a contrast with how Mayor Pete has been defended by the White House. You use the example of of how the White House defended him against attack from Tucker Carlson. Right. And it sounds like some are looking and saying, why aren't you doing for Kamala Harris what you're doing for Secretary Pete? Yeah, and like that was in September when it came out that the Secretary Buttigieg had uh, taken paternity leave and he was piled on. How can you be taking paternity leave? There were a lot of people in the White House who looked at that and said, uh, we're going to go out on Twitter, we're going to and public statements and defend him. Now, why did they defend him? Number one, because he didn't do anything wrong by taking paternity leave. Number two, politically, conveniently for them, they are trying to get Congress to pass a paid leave, uh, some kind of paid leave law, whether it's now down to four weeks uh, from the original 12 or uh, whether it be in there at all at this point. Uh, And that's different from some of the issues that have come up for Vice President Harris when she's been attacked, uh, when she, for example, uh, didn't uh, disagree with somebody forcefully when he accused uh, Israel of being involved with ethnic genocide. But of course, there are moments where uh, it's just clear Harris is being attacked in a ridiculous way. Like last week when she was in France and she was speaking and she said, uh, she emphasized the words, the plan. And <clears throat> a, a number uh, of uh, right-wingers, including a uh, the big Republican super PAC that attacks Democratic politicians, said that she was doing a French accent. I, mean, I, I don't know about you, Michael, but I, I took a lot of French classes in my life, and that was not a French accent at all. You know, no, Isaac, we, we rolled tape here because because if, if I thought she had done it, I, I would have said so. Instead, I played it on air and I said, I don't hear it. I, I don't hear, you know, Hillary campaigning in the South. Uh, when I when I listen to this, here's a similarity between The Washington Post and your piece in The Post, quote, she is a woman of color and often faces subtle or overt racism and sexism or a disproportionately heavy questioning of her qualifications. In your piece, quote, being the first woman and first woman of color in national elected office is historic, but has also come with outsized scrutiny and no forgiveness for even small errors she'll often point out. Is is that what she thinks is driving these numbers and these low approval ratings? She she definitely is very sensitive to that and uh, believes that that's one of the things that's uh, driving it. And, and I think uh, just objectively, she's right, that that is one of the things that's going on here. Uh, and, and that's true, by the way, also of even people who uh, like her. <laughs> it's not just the, the burden of, of racism, sexism there, but uh, as some of uh, the people closer were laying out for me, part of the issue here is that you have a historic figure politically, the first woman, the first woman of color in this uh, position in, in any national office. Uh, but she's the number two. She's the vice president. So you can't have her. She's never going to be, be uh, making history every day. <laughs> and so that it sort of it leads to its own disappointments that people feel in her because they look at her and they say, oh, we want her to be out there all the time. Leave the way. She can't be that person exactly. Okay, but Isaac, then there's another line in your piece. By the way, aren't you happy to be here so it, all of your work gets parsed like this? And no cursing, please. <laughs> I'm, no I'm just cursing. Glad you read it closely, as you always do. <laughs> well, here, so here's a line that you wrote that caused me to say, 
Wow, is that true? I, I don't think of it that way. Harris is the first vice president in decades to come into office with less Washington experience than the president. And then I go back and I say, well, Trump and Pence. Yeah, that's true. Biden and Obama. Yeah, that's true. W and Cheney. Yes. I didn't realize that that Corey whether Clinton, it's right. Right. I, I mean, I didn't realize whether it's, it's deliberate that there's a conscious decision in between. Right. I mean, it's just like one of those stunners. Okay, so having acknowledged that, then I say, (laughs) well, maybe, you know, maybe in her case, I'm reminded of the fact that she dropped out of the presidential before a single vote was was cast. I mean, that wasn't going so well. So and, and, you know, you have to be so careful because some will say, oh, that's a sexist or a racist comment. But, you know, maybe maybe she's not what some people had hoped in terms of her preparation for the job. Like I covered uh, the presidential campaign. I wrote a whole book about it. Um, and uh, There were definitely issues that Kamala Harris had within that campaign. Uh, and some of them were related to these bigger uh, endemic things of how we think of, of people and our expectations. And some of them were just mechanically her campaign was not run well. It really wasn't. And uh, that has a lot to do with, as you say, why she dropped out. Uh, two months before the Iowa caucuses. Uh, And uh, there are some things that have continued to be true uh, into her time as vice president. So, for example, uh, if you look at every job she has held in public life, San Francisco DA, California Attorney General, United States Senator, Vice President, there have been consistent complaints of dysfunction and of factionalization within her office. Uh, and, and the staffs change and the complaints continue. And so uh, there there does seem to be a fair question that's put to her of why does this keep happening? Now, is it just that people are the way that they are around her or the expectations on it? Or are there other management issues that are involved? Were you my 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 survey uh, questions on my website are thoroughly unscientific, but interesting nonetheless in my introduction of you, were you surprised to hear that nearly 6,000 people voted and think by an 80-20 margin that Pete has a stronger shot than she does to be the next president, notwithstanding that she's the vice president behind a very elderly president of the United States? Uh, I, I was surprised by those numbers. I guess I would want to know uh, a little bit about methodology involved. Uh, obviously, how many people None. voted multiple None, times? None, Isaac. There's no methodology. <laughs> it's pure shits and giggles. Um, but look, I think that that is notable in itself, right? Uh, that uh, there would not be more of a surge of people uh, clicking and telling their friends to click on the poll for uh, the True. vice president for Kamala yep. Harris, right? Yep. Uh, and maybe it's your audience. Uh, you just have a lot of Pete Buttigieg fans out there. Uh, but he's the secretary of transportation. Somebody said to me while I was doing the reporting for this story, you know, when Joe Biden was going through and picking running mates and interviewing Kamala Harris and a number of other uh, accomplished <laughs> politicians, accomplished women, they were all women uh, for this job. Not one of them said, yeah, but I'd actually rather be as Secretary of Transportation. And in fact, Pete Buttigieg didn't want to be Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was the runner-up job for him. 
that said, he has obviously had a, a better ride in the public view over the course of the last couple of months than she has. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, right place, right time, whatever it is that Woody Allen said, if I'm still allowed to cite him about, you know, showing up as half the battle to be the secretary of transportation when all this money is being spent on infrastructure is a good thing. What, one other uh, question that I wanted to ask Isaac Dover, this piece is in all of my social media and it's really a worthy read. He clearly, along with Jasmine Wright, spent a lot of time interviewing a lot of people to get to the bottom of it. Ron Klain, as you point out, is a former, well, is a chief of staff uh, to two vice presidents, now chief of staff to the president of the United States. So he knows a thing or two about running a VP operation. Uh, Any insight you can shed as to his perception of this issue? Well, look, there's a quote in there, and it's a start uh, in the story from Ron Klain that was provided to us. It says that he thinks that uh, Harris and her team are off to the uh, the best start that he's seen. Uh, you can take that uh, with whatever amount of salt you want. Uh, that was the, the uh, statement that was emailed to us late last week uh, to include in this story. Klain has uh, a meeting that he has every week with Harris. He goes to her office in the West Wing. They sit one-on-one and talk about uh, how to make things work well for her within the administration, the things she's working on, co- consultation and advice. Uh, he's one of her biggest defenders in the West Wing, uh, usually. Uh, and so, again, whatever you think of that quote exactly, uh, it is true that Klain himself would certainly not be one of the people who is uh, raising public questions about the vice president. Uh, it, none, none of this comes from him. None of this comes from him. The backfighting, the infighting, and so forth. Right. He, he is... It, if you ask anybody who works in the White House and the West Wing anywhere else, uh, they will come back to you with almost exactly the same wording. They'll say, he is, Ron is one of Harris's biggest defenders. Got uh, it. And, okay. Uh, th- that always comes back. Just wanted to close the door on that. Isaac, thank you for your willingness to come on as usual and, and discuss your work. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Isaac Dover is a senior reporter at CNN now. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on SiriusXM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.